Welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know, presenting the brightest emerging and breaking artists. This podcast is about who's next and who you will want to follow. And who knows, you might discover your next favorite artist. Here's your host, Chris Sampson. Thank you so much, and welcome to another episode of Joy Sounds, music you need to know. Today's show is presented in partnership with the Durango Songwriters Expo. For 25 years, the Durango Songwriters Expo has brought together artists and writers of all genres to create opportunities for them to get heard and develop relationships with both the music industry and other attendees. You can find more information at durango-songwriters-expo.com. Today, we feature Utah-based country singer-songwriter Whitney Lusk. Whitney talks candidly about her desire to bring back traditional country approaches and storytelling to her songwriting, something you can definitely hear in her writing style. Whitney also talks about how the pandemic has given her a newfound appreciation and gratitude for the opportunities she receives to play live and to co-write, something that of course has changed drastically in the past few months. During the show, Whitney gives us live performances of three of her songs. She performs Safe, Anthems of My Life, and I Got Him. So, to get things started, this is Whitney Lusk and a live performance of her song, Safe, on Joy Sounds. Sat down to write you a love song But all the cliche lines fell out Stop myself from going on and on Cause it's not what we're all about, no So I pulled away from the paper I wanted to start again And I thought about what you really mean to me And then I picked up my pen Cause it's more the way you're keeping me laughing The way you make me feel so smart The way you love your country and your country music Like it's everything you are Like 
And that was Safe, performed by Whitney Lusk. And joining us from Spanish Fork, Utah, it is my pleasure to welcome to Joy Sounds, Whitney Lusk. Hi, Whitney. Hi, how are you? So great to meet you and to (laughs) hear you. Thank you for that live performance of Safe. This is such a beautiful, heartfelt song. I wrote this song with Warren Sellers. It was also like, it was a FaceTime, right? So... Mm. Kind of like what we're doing here with the interview. Right. And I had a couple of lines that I had had in other songs and they just didn't they just didn't work. And I was talking to him about my husband and just kind of telling him the story about us. And he was like, let's write this song. And so we took like three or four lines from different songs that I had and we put them in. And that's how this song came to be. I think it was probably our first co-write that we had done via FaceTime. Is that right? And and it's probably one of my favorite songs that we've written. So it's great. You might have something. You might have <laughs> yeah. something with this FaceTime thing. I know that collaborations and co-writing over remotely via Zoom or via FaceTime has its challenges, but people have found a way, haven't they? I feel like it depends on the person and the co-writer because like I've met Warren in person multiple times. So I have that relationship with him. But there's some people that I don't I don't I think it'd be really hard to get set up on a co-write with somebody you've never met. In sure. Person. Those awkward silences become very <laughs> awkward sometimes. It's even awkward in person sometimes. That's so. for sure. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Is co-writing one of your key activities that you do? I actually have a full-time job here in Utah because gotta pay the bills and don't have a publishing deal or anything so i try to do skype rights i was traveling back and forth to nashville a lot but then the pandemic hit Mm -hmm. and that just completely stopped but a lot of the people that i was writing with in nashville that i really enjoyed writing with were a little bit older and i don't think that they want to do <laughs> zoom rights i think yeah, they're it's, like, not, Meh. it's not for everybody um yeah particularly if they have a specific way of of working so the pandemic has has not only limited your travel or well, shut down your travel but it's also yeah. started to kind of refocus your collab sessions huh yeah well and before so i had a publishing deal offer long story short that got me into a lot of co-writes sure um, but before that I really just wrote with like my producer or my guitarist or my drummer, mm-hmm. you know, or I wrote by myself. That was, I did that probably more than anything. But then I started going back to Nashville and I got set up with a lot of different writers and I got a new love for co-writing that I didn't yep. really have before. We're getting you from Spanish Fork, Utah. Tell us about the country scene in Utah or the the regional country scene that, that you're a part of there? There's really not a huge country music scene, which okay. is why I've been told to go to Nashville multiple times. And I'm hoping to make my way out there sometime in the next year or so. Yeah, It's pretty limited. It used to be really big. There's smaller towns that used to just love country music. And they, a lot of them still do. But Imagine Dragons is from... right. Uh, they were found in Provo, which is like 15 minutes from where I am. And so it ki- that kind of created like this specific genre. 
And that's what's huge in Utah. So me being a female country artist, there's not a ton of options and stuff. So you get like good bar gigs and you'll play festivals and all that. So I've been going to Durango Songwriters Expo. Which it's actually who's co-sponsoring this this episode. So yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Durango. Exactly. <laughs> I love them. I've been going there since I was like 15. And there they like really stress that If you want to make it in the music industry, you have to get to one of the music cities, which is L.A. or Nashville, sometimes New York. And so Nashville has always been like in my sights. But I have also always been like, why? Like, why do I need to go to Nashville? I don't understand why I can't just stay here. And but after going back and forth last year a little bit, I definitely see why it's beneficial to be in the scene to build those relationships. So I understand better now. And I definitely want to go out there and move out there sometime. It's it's a little more difficult because it's not just my Absolutely. life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. So but one day, one day I'll be out there. Okay, so you've had some co-writes in Nashville, and you've gotten a sense of current style of contemporary country from an artist perspective what's your take on contemporary country because it's evolved it has evolved and i know i know people say it goes in cycles i think right now a lot of it is a little too poppy for my taste that's why i i as a an artist and a songwriter i'm trying to do something differently from that Mm -hmm. but there's definitely a lot of people right now who are bringing more of the classic country feel back into country music, which I love. It does seem like the pendulum is swinging a little bit Mm -hmm. to kind of get back to that uh, roots-oriented, very, very honest-oriented country music that that sort of was the foundation. Yeah. Yeah, So, and you feel like you might fit in with that wave, right? I hope so. I think so. It's interesting writing with different writers. Some have that in mind. Some want to get back to that, and some they want to stick with the way it is right now, which sure. everybody has their own opinion and likes and dislikes, so it makes total sense. When I was younger, I always I was always just drawn to the songs that made you feel something, and nine times out of ten, those were songs that told stories. When I was like six, I was a weird kid. I liked super depressing songs. Didn't know what they talked about, but I loved the way they made me feel. So like Concrete Angel, um, Independence Day, Traveling Soldier, Red Rag Top, like those songs. I remember with my babysitter, I'd be like, play Red Rag Top. And she'd be like, this is like the 12th time in this car ride. No, (laughs) but I just love songs that told stories. And so that's that's what I want to bring back into country music is just a story about just your everyday human. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's missing. It's not there as much anymore. There's an opportunity for you. There's there's a, a yeah. need to be met from your approach to writing, the storytelling approach to writing. Yeah. It seems like you really put this perspective out front in this next song that you're going to share with us, which is Anthems of My Life, Yes, which to me just sounds like a platform for you about what this music has meant for you. This song, I remember when I wrote it, I wrote it with my guitar player and we had a right set up and he came over and I had already had like the verse and the chorus written and he helped me with coming out of the chorus and the pre-chorus and then he helped continue to write the song as well. But I remember when I wrote it and when I got the chorus and the hook, 
I was like, I don't say this about a lot of my songs, but I was like, this is a good song. Oh, I love those I moments. Like, I love I those was moments. Like, Dang, heck yeah. I think I tapped into something good. So this was a, a milestone song for me. I don't know why. Outstanding. All right. Well, let's check yeah. this out. This is a live performance of Anthems of My Life by Whitney Lusk on Joy Sounds. truck coming in a little fuzzy but it got me stuck on the eagles george Strait, and a little bit of dolly that's where i found my voice that's what changed me i love the melodies the way they spoke to me and i love the honesty they were songs about love Songs about trust Songs about everything That used to matter to us Songs about life And just getting by Songs that you heard and you Just couldn't help but cry Those are the anthems of my life Now I listen to the stuff when I hear that guitar and take it easy Jolene write this down I go back to where I heard it the first time around cause I love the melodies the way they spoke to me and I love the honesty they were songs about love songs about trust Songs about everything that used to matter to us Songs about life and just getting by Songs that you heard and you just couldn't help but cry Those are the anthems of my life Now I songs for the radio I'm just trying to say say what I know so I sing the melodies like the ones that spoke to me and I write honestly songs about love songs about trust songs about everything that used to matter to us Songs about life and just getting by Songs that you heard and you just couldn't help but cry Those are the anthems of my life Those are the anthems of my life And that was Anthems of My Life performed live by Whitney Lusk. Yeah, I can definitely see your commitment to this uh, traditional country style. It's, it's right there. Well, thank you. That's what I like to hear. That's my favorite song of mine to sing so far. So This is the title track of your new record, Anthems of My Life Acoustic. And yes. I think this is really special that you 
chose to make an acoustic record in this time where glossy production is kind of the thing. And then yeah. here you are with this stripped down acoustic record. <laughs> what what was the decision making process for that? You no, know, I had a bunch of songs that I had written and I really just wanted to get them out into the world. And I toyed with the idea of doing a fully produced album and then turning around and doing an acoustic one. And then I was like, you know, you know what never gets done is an acoustic album first and then a fully produced album. True. And so because I wanted these songs, each of them to shine on their own, and I wanted people to be able to really focus in on the lyrics and the melodies without them being drowned out by lots of guitars and drums and all that stuff. So I just wanted it to emphasize the songwriting really was my whole idea behind it. So with that in mind, is there an Anthems of My Life fully produced record on the horizon or are they just going to exist in an acoustic form? Some of them I've decided to just keep acoustic. Some of them I'm working on a fully produced version of Anthems of My Life right now. And then and some of them, I'll probably just keep releasing them as singles um, so they each get their little time to shine. But Anthems of My Life is the first priority right now. <laughs> Outstanding. That's great. I'm, I'm so glad that we're going to have multiple versions uh, for us to check out. Yeah. I also know that your recordings and your songs have made it into some TV or film, right? You've had some placements along the way, correct? Some, just little, little tiny ones that nobody would really <laughs> know <laughs> hey, we about. All start, <laughs> we all start someplace, but is that someplace that you'd like to expand in terms of having your music get into more sync opportunities? I think that'd be awesome. I feel like there's so much exposure in that realm and a lot of times they look for really specific things which would test my songwriting a lot as well but i think that'd be awesome to get into and pre-pandemic i know that you are a very active performer i actually just had i've done a few drive-in shows this past couple months tell me what that's like the first one i did was in a super small town fillmore utah and it was full band, so I had my whole band up on stage, and then everybody was just, like, parked. So it works, it's fine, but it, you just don't get the same reactions. No, I could, and, can't imagine, yeah. Yeah, you don't get to connect with people, which was a bummer, but just to be on stage and sing live was a great thing. And then at the very end, everybody honks their horn. That's, like, the new <laughs> applause. <laughs> I was like, oh. God, if he's so weird. <laughs> It, I was like, what do they want? <laughs> but <laughs> Do they want I me to just, move? Is my yeah, car illegally like, parked or what? I'm like, I'm leaving, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I just did an acoustic one that was the same thing, and I miss performing. I miss singing. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how you get out of your norm and things just start to lack. I sing all the time, yeah, sure. but I'm not writing as much. I'm not performing as much. So singing, I don't know. It's just, it's weird time. It's a weird time. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And everybody's going to respond different. I, I've definitely yeah. heard people who, you know, that this was absolutely an incredibly creative time because they were able to immerse yeah. themselves. And then I've heard from people that this was just an amazingly reflective time because, mm -hmm. they, you know, they had to process it. I don't, I don't think there's rules with how you deal with this, particularly from an artist's yeah. vantage point. I agree. I think as an artist, it definitely makes you appreciate the opportunities you're given and the gifts that you're given as well. Because looking back, like I got to play some really incredible shows and now 
it makes me when this whole pandemic is cleared up, it makes me want to work even harder to get amazing shows like that just so I can re-immerse myself 100% into it. And the ability to sit in a room with somebody and write a song, like <laughs> right. just little things you don't you don't think about while they're happening and then something like this happens and you're like, wow, I was pretty blessed. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say this, these drive-in concerts, I haven't done one myself, so I could only imagine how strange it is performing to a bunch of cars <laughs> staring at you. Yeah. But did you did you at least get a sense of feeling that you were helping them and getting out of the house and giving giving them a diversion and that it was it was making their day a little better? Did at least you make that connection with them? 100%. Yeah, because at that point in time, it was July, so it was a 4th of July show and you couldn't go to the ball fields and watch the fireworks and stuff like that. And so I feel like for everybody to get out and sit in their cars and listen to a live concert, which let's be honest, everybody is missing concerts right now. Me and my husband yeah. went to concerts all the time. And so it's like super strange to not have that option. And so I think for everybody, it was just like a breath of fresh air. You know, I loved that aspect of it because you can tell people are like longing for that. So we talked a little bit about your plans, eventual plans, whenever they might present themselves to be in Nashville. But w what else is in the future for Whitney Lusk? Honestly, I'm just trying to keep writing and just keep releasing music just so I have music out there that people, when they find me on Spotify, they can go search all my other songs and give all those songs some love as well. I'd like to travel back and forth to Nashville, even just aside from moving out there. Right now, I'm mainly just focusing still on songwriting and trying to grow like a social media presence a little bit more. So Joy Sounds listeners can go blow up your Instagram. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I, I assume it's easy enough to find, right? Yep, Whitney Lusk music, super simple. Okay, super great. Easy. Now I'll make sure I'll include that in our website. You have agreed to perform another one for us, and the tune that you have queued up is "I Got Him." So this one um, is not released yet, but is it is one that I would love to release. I wrote this with Leslie Satcher, and I love her. She's probably my favorite person to write with. She's so talented. But I wrote this song with her, and it's just. It's fun. It tells a story of how I met my husband and we took a different take on it because I've written tons of songs about that because I met him at the <laughs> county fair. So oh, there's nothing, literally, more, nothing more country than that. Yeah, exactly. So I walk into a co-write and they're like, so tell, tell me about your husband. How'd you meet? And I'm like, well, we met at a county fair. And they're like, let's write a song about it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, 20th <laughs> song about county fair. But this one was different because there's a little bit more of a story to how I met him. And this is, it literally tells the exact story. So, <laughs> Oh, that's great. So not only do we get yeah. a, a little bit of a preview of some unreleased music, it becomes yeah. quite clear that your husband is responsible for a lot of your songwriting <laughs> output. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. Whitney Lusk, it has been such a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Ditto. Thanks yeah. for having me on here. Absolutely. We wish you nothing but the best. And to wrap up today's episode, this is Whitney Lusk performing I Got Him on Joy Sounds. I met him at a county fair Don't that sound like a country song? And he said, girl, you know There ain't no ride I won't go on And I made fun of him Well, he was there to meet my friend I got him 
can he kiss? Well, the truth of it is I was trying to help him forget my friend She found him Brought him around And I got him She don't take my calls no more Since I took the one she was aiming for I tried to tell her, hey, it was fate I sent an invitation anyway No RSVP That didn't bother me, no Cause I got him I got him to the altar in a new gray suit I got him choked up when I said I do I got him in a duplex, took a whole paychecks Man, we lived on nothing But I tell you something When that boy needs loving I got him All the things you do for love When it's cowboy boots and a baseball cap A girl climbing a truck Move right over and just like that I got him every Friday night out for wheeling I got him every Saturday letting him sleep in I got him at my mama's eating lunch after church I got him every Monday morning off to work And he keeps telling me Girl, you can't get rid of me Cause I got him I met him at a county fair Don't that sound like a country song? Be sure to subscribe and follow Joy Sounds wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on all social media platforms using the handle at Joy Sounds Music. Are you an artist who would like to be on the show? Visit the contact page of our website at joysoundsmusic.com for more information. Until next time, this is Joy Sounds, music you need to know.